your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, you may remember a couple of weeks ago, we heard from a Limerick father about an incident that happened to his 14-year-old daughter in the People's Park in Limerick City. Let's take a listen back to what this father told us. She went over to the park at around half six to uh, meet her friends and she came home very upset. Uh, She was after getting battered with eggs. Um, What came out of her mouth next, I wasn't expecting. They battered her with eggs and they told her that they were going to rape her. And these are teenage boys, um, her own age. She didn't expect it. Um, You go out to meet your friends, go to the park for an hour. Um, She's usually home by eight o'clock and you don't expect this to happen to you. And according to her, it's not the first instance that these guys have been involved in the park. Um, She went on to explain this. Basically, they run roughshod over the park. The park ranger will throw them out. They'll come in another door. They just kind of make a joke of him. Um, another parent was called the guards in the past because they tried to get her four-year-old to vape inside in one of those tunnels that's inside in the playground part. And when the mother caught them, they took off running and she waited for the guards to be called, but nothing got done about it. I tried to get my daughter to go to the guards to report what happened and she said, there's no point, Dad, they're going to do nothing about it. Um, They didn't do anything to me, they just told me what they were going to do. So nothing's going to happen and if I give them their names, then they're only going to come after me again. So at 14 years of age, my daughter already knows that nothing is going to happen to these guys and that there'll just be more repercussions for her if she does make a complaint about it. Well, that was a Limerick father speaking to us on Limerick Today a few weeks ago about that situation. And I know that we got huge reaction uh, from our listeners at the time about it. We also got, you know, comments on social media and people were absolutely outraged by that. But I'm joined now by Councillor Joe Ledden. Good morning to you, Joe. Good morning, Gillian. Good morning to your listeners. Joe, I believe the council and Gardaí are increasing their efforts to tackle antisocial behaviour in the People's Park by planning more Garda patrols for the area, similar, I suppose, to what Derek Smart, the Chief Super, promised the councillors in Newcastle West. Tell us more. Absolutely. And maybe just at the outset to say, I think everyone of us would agree, including your listeners, that the park is without question the jewel in the crown in terms of the city attractions. Uh, It's used by many, many people at various different times of the day uh, of all age groups. And uh, to listen to that gentleman there uh, on your Vox Pop there in terms of the incident with his daughter is absolutely appalling. And I myself as a local councillor have received many calls from individuals who would use the park on a regular basis, uh, whether it's the elderly or the retirees during the course of the day, uh, whether it's young parents with children accessing the playground in the afternoon, uh, all are coming back with similar stories in terms of antisocial behaviour, whether it's drug dealing that they're seeing happening in the park, whether it's intimidation whether it's bullying, um, whether it's drinking, there's a whole variety of different antisocial behaviour behavior type activities happening. And it's absolutely, totally unacceptable um, in, in the context of why people go into the park. And I, and I also want to acknowledge, to be fair, the work of our 
park superintendent or park rangers, the gardeners. Again, everyone will say that it's a magnificent park. Uh, it's well maintained. There's a fantastic collection of trees and flowers uh, throughout the whole park. And that park has, in recent times, won international awards, as we know, including a Green Flag Award. So the fact that people are now saying that they're frightened to go into the park and to use the park is an appalling indictment in terms of society and where we have found ourselves. I put a question into the council at the last Metropolitan District Council meeting raising this particular issue and we got a written reply back from the Director of Services to be fair, acknowledging that there had been a significant increase in reported incidences to the park rangers uh, and that the, that the council had now forwarded those details of those incidences to Angarda Siakana and had actually started to meet with the Gardaí. Uh, I suppose where I'm... Joe, jo, yeah, ju- just on that, because I was actually going to ask you that, because sometimes we can have a perception um, that things have got worse and we're not necessarily right about that because, you know, it just sparks up a conversation and everybody agrees, oh yeah, yeah, it's much worse than it was, when actually some problems have existed for a very long time. And parks around the world always attract a bit of anti-social behaviour. Um, it's not just Limerick City. But the fact that the the council is confirming they've a significant rise in incidents is very much uh, something to worry about. Do you have a theory as to why it's gone up so much? Well, as you said, Gillian, the council, to be fair to the director of service, did acknowledge in a written reply to me that there has been a significant incidence. I suppose it, it could be down to a number of factors. I think certainly what has been coming across to me is that an awful lot of the incidences, again, less similar to the Vox Pop there, um, with, uh, you had there previously with that gentleman in terms of his daughter, it seems to be in the afternoons, particularly maybe from the hours of 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock. Um, some of the neighbours, some of the residents that have rang me in the area or the users of the park who've gone in with young children have said you have young tugs literally aged anything from 10, 11, 12, 13 years of age intimidating or bullying other children, particularly around the playground uh, and, and looking to cause a, a fight and bring innocent children into a fight which obviously they don't want to be involved in. So it certainly seems to be more in the afternoon between the hours of 3 and 6pm more so uh, than in the morning. And, uh, and that was one of the specific points that I made to the Director of Services in the context of the conversations that they're having with Angarda Siakana, right up to the highest level, as you mentioned, with the Chief Superintendent, Derek Smart, in the context of increasing patrols. But we've been here before, and that's the point I've made to the Director of Services. Uh, this isn't the first time we've had uh, issues of and incidences of antisocial behaviour in the park. They have been happening uh, for a number of years now, on and off, maybe not as bad as where we are today, but I think we really have to kind of, to use that infamous term, draw a line in the sand here and get a commitment from a Garda Siakana in terms of regular community patrols throughout the park, uh, throughout the day, uh, but particularly in the afternoon when most of these incidents seem to be occurring. But you say there could be a number of factors explaining it. Can you give us an idea of what you think they might be? Uh, well, I, you know, in one sense, I, I suppose post-COVID, uh, coming out of COVID now, I mean, and, and you, you touched on it there yourself, parks by their very nature, I suppose the fact that you have trees, you have hedging, you have flowers, you have all sorts of different uh, plants and so on, they're, 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 they, are, they offer, I suppose, an element of shelter uh, rather than incidences out in the main street or in the public realm. And they do give that opportunity for the intimidation, for the bullying, for the drug dealing, um, for the harassment and intimidation and so on. 
because of the very nature, you might be unfortunate as a parent, as a young child, as an elderly person, as someone with a disability or a mobility using the park to find that you, you might be alone at a particular area of the park because at a particular time in the day there may not be a significant amount of footfall and suddenly you are vulnerable. There aren't CCTV cameras in the park, uh, which is something I've also asked the council to consider. Um, and I suppose those who are intent on antisocial behaviour, whether it's the young tugs from literally down as young as 10 years of age, or whether it's older uh, individuals, um, they know that people can be vulnerable in the park at particular times in the day, and they probably see the park, as you said yourself, like similar parks throughout the world, uh, as an area whereby they have a higher chance of success in the context of maybe robbing uh, or intimidating uh, individuals that might be using the park. What time and is the park locked? There are different time schedules for the for the opening and closing of the park, obviously based on the seasons. It obviously closes earlier in the wintertime, which we're now in because of light or uh, darkness in the evening and so on. But but generally it opens, I think, from in around 8 o'clock in the morning until 6, 7 o'clock in the evening. Now those hours are obviously extended during the summer uh, and so on. Um, so I, I don't see it's, it's not so much the opening hours. I think what we need to do here is... No, but I'm just wondering, does it, is there anything going on after the park is locked or is that a successful way of securing it? Um, I, I have heard reports of people being in the park after it's locked. I mean, I suppose if someone is intent on getting into the park mm-hmm. or hiding in the park, uh, knowing that it's going to be closed at 7 o'clock in the evening or whatever the case may be, they can obviously do that. Yeah, but our um, main concern, I suppose, is the people who are yeah. using the park during its normal opening hours and they're being harassed or coming across these incidents and, and it's to protect them. Can Absolutely. I ask you, and, and can I just say yeah. as well, particularly Gillian, in the context of uh, both myself and fellow councillors, uh, in Limerick City West um, had allocated funding there because we all had received representations in the context of the playground. The, the equipment in the playground, to be fair, has aged. Uh, there's an issue with uh, accessibility to the playground, particularly with young children with, with disabilities of, of one form or another. So we had allocated over €200,000. And to be fair, council had gone out to tender. A contractor has been appointed and work is due to short almost imme- start almost immediately on a significant upgrade both of the equipment within the children's playground and indeed the surface area as well. And that's all, I suppose, to add value to the other works that obviously are going on in the park in terms of uh, maintaining the park uh, um, in, in terms of the flowers and uh, and everything else. So it's, it's just so frustrating that, as I said at the outset of the interview, it's without question the jewel in the crown in terms of the city's attractions that we have these issues. Uh, but we have to address them because it's not acceptable, uh, to be fair, to have someone say to any of us in the morning uh, that, look, I'm not going to use the park anymore because yeah. I'm afraid of being intimidated or my children are afraid of being bullied. That is just not acceptable and we have to stamp it out. OK, well, we've got a commitment, so, for f- more guard the patrols, but do we have figures or statistics on, on how much we will see of those guard the patrols? I don't have specific uh, numbers in terms of the, 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 the number in terms of the increase in guard patrols. What I have specifically asked is, as I said earlier, that there is a, a, a higher visual presence of Gardaí throughout the day uh, walking through the park, but particularly in the afternoons, uh, okay. because a lot of the young children coming out of the primary schools across the city may go into the park with their mom or their dad or their carer or their grandmother or grandfather or whatever the case may be, you know, to spend an hour or two before they go home. Uh, and it, I, I, I think they're particularly vulnerable. vulnerable in the afternoons and that's where I specifically wanted to see uh, a visual increase in terms of the patrols going through the park and we also And, have and do you think the, the guards being there is going to put these yobs off? 
Well, absolutely. Well, from the point of view of, first of all, you're, 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 you're adding an element of safety. I mean, people, I mean, any of us walking around to see Gardaí walking around, it does add to that sense of security and safety. And if there are regular patrols, even from the point of view of the council employees in the park that I referenced earlier, whether it's the gardeners, whether it's the park rangers, whether it's the park superintendents, they, to be fair, are out there trying to do a job as best they can to maintain the park uh, at the high standard of that. And, uh, and they also, in terms of their own personal safety, need to be protected because what's been happening as well is a lot of people will go to the gardener or they'll go to the park ranger and say look I'm look, I've after seen or I'm witnessing some element of antisocial behavior and to be fair those individuals as council employees are powerless in terms of trying to intervene uh, and it's at, it's at that stage you're ringing the guardie uh, to, to, to come up so I do think to be fair if there's but, an but not everybody is not everybody is ringing the guardie I mean we heard from that father there his daughter didn't want him to contact the guards because she said... Well, I think we have to. I mean, the guardie will say to you yourself, no matter whether it's an incident in your home or, or, or wherever, we must report uh, crime. We must make the call to the guardie because if we're not doing that, to be fair, they can only act, act on the numbers and the calls and the numbers of incidents that uh, are reported to them. So if I, as a public representative and someone who uses the park quite frequently myself when I'm in town, if people like us are not making those calls, are not highlighting the issues, then to be fair, it's very difficult for the likes of the chief superintendent like Derek Smart to allocate more resources and manpower into the park if he can stand over the fact that we don't have such amount of incidences coming in. So I would urge people who are using the park or who come across any form of antisocial behaviour or criminality to contact and guard the And that includes low-level, you know, types of uh, antisocial behaviour like young fellas just maybe spitting or name calling and stuff like that. Absolutely. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, uh, and one particular incident where a parent rang me who was over there with her own two young children openly saw a 12-year-old go over to another innocent young uh, child uh, who was using a swing and literally grabbed them and pushed them, pulled them off the swing to use it. I mean, that's absolutely appalling behaviour and it's just not acceptable. Okay. And do you think that parent should have phoned the guards to tell them that? They did, to be fair, okay. but they also contacted myself. So they and I, I, and I'm guards. just wondering, what kind of reaction do you get from the guards when you ring and say, my little Johnny was pushed off the swing at the People's Park? Well, to be fair to Angarda Siakana, I mean, again, I can't speak for them directly, but I mean, anyone who contacts the Gardaí or walks into any of the Garda stations to report an incident, that is documented in terms of the location, the date, the time and so on. So they have a catalogue of the various different incidences that have taken place, particularly in the park. And, and as I said earlier, it's incumbent on all of us to report an incident because if we don't do it even though we may feel <clears throat> like uh, the, the, the gentleman that you had on earlier you may feel that there is no point in doing it I would urge people do make the calls because we have to then be able to stand over the number of calls that are coming in uh, in terms of if I or other public representatives are looking or even the council to be fair in their discussions with Angarda Siakana are saying look we need more patrols yeah. we need to be able to stand over the they, they, need a, they need a true picture of the situation. They do. And to be fair yeah. to the council staff as well, whether it's the gardeners, whether it's yeah. the park rangers or the park superintendent, all the incidents that are reported to them by members of the public and for those who use the park okay. are actually submitted to, um, to, the, to, the, 
on oh. Garda Síochána. So they have a good documentation of exactly what the issues are. All right. OK, we'll, we'll leave it there for this morning. Thank you so much for joining us on the programme this morning, uh, Labour Councillor Joe Ledden. We want to hear from you, though, if you are uh, somebody who uses the People's Park, if you've seen any of this antisocial behaviour, we want to hear about it. Please get in touch this morning. Give us a call on 46 1995, or you can WhatsApp or text us on 086 Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.